You're listening to The Way Church Podcast. If you're looking for a place to hear God's Word and be inspired, you have come to the right place. We believe this week's message from Pastor Ryan will be a blessing to you. For tonight, I just want to encourage you with a new series of lessons that will talk about deliverance. No, we're not going to have people vomit in a bucket. Although I, I have ministered to a lot of demon-possessed people. Kago may mga demon-possessed na karon, umandam lang kamo kay malayas gidna. So, that's not what we're trying to say. Believe you when I tell me, rebuking demons is very, very easy. Easy. Jesus never had a hard time rebuking demons. The apostles never had a hard time rebuking demons. You know what's harder? Dealing with people. Dealing with our attitudes and our mood swings and our chemical imbalances and our biases and our patronage of the wrong things. But this week or this next few weeks, we're going to be talking about the book of Judges, specifically entitled, a message on deliverance. I want to tell you something before I proceed. God is never the variable on the area of deliverance. God is never the one holding back because you have unconfessed sins, because you, you, you're still a sinner. or No, as soon as you are ready, it is all on your court. This is on us. God has been ready for 2,000 years. And as soon as you are, you can be delivered tonight. Are you ready for that? I'm going to read from the book of Judges. I'm going to start with the story of Gideon, specifically Judges chapter 6, verse 7 to 10, and then we'll go from there. Verse 7 to 10, when they cried out to the Lord because of Midian... The Lord sent a prophet to the Israelites, and then he said, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I brought you up out of slavery in Egypt. I rescued you from the Egyptians and from all who oppressed you. I drove out your enemies and gave you their land. I told you, I am the Lord your God, and you must not worship the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live. But you have not listened to me. We're gonna, I'm going to give you in the next coming weeks a message on deliverance. I believe that tonight you can be delivered. This is your night. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We believe your word is already anointed. We believe in the power of the Holy Spirit in our midst. We thank you that you have wrought a mighty work in our lives through what Jesus Christ has done. Father, we thank you that we have been given the opportunity to carry the gospel, to preach your word, and we are excited for what you want spoken to us in our lives. And as we preach your word, we our hearts are ready and open. We receive it in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. Give the Lord a clap offering of praise, church. And then sit down.
So, in the book of Judges, if you're going to study it, this is a very pivotal moment. Because Moses is already dead. And Judges chapter 1, Joshua dies. So, the direct link, which was from Moses, who delivered them out of slavery and bondage from Egypt for 400 years. And then comes Joshua. And now Joshua is dead. Now, Israel still doesn't have a king. And I believe that was truly originally the intention of God for Israel to be led by God himself. But then they were the ones who cried out, give us a king, just like all the other nations around us. And then the pro God spoke through the prophets and said, because you asked for a king, you're not satisfied with the way God rules over you because you ask for a human king. This human king will take your children and make them soldiers. This human king will have a lot of failures of imperfections. But even in that, even the law, church, listen to this. Even the law in Mount Sinai, God was not the one who was kidding to say, oh, here's the law. No, it was them. Give us the law. Give us rules. We can do them. And God says, okay, you think you can do it? Here's my standard. And we all know that they all failed that standard. Now, just bear with me. So in the book of Judges, this is a story of Israel before kita maglupad garon. I don't know if you've read this, but it, not just in Judges, but every time in the history of Israel, it feels like God saves them, and then they backslide again, and then God saves them again, and then they backslide again. If, if you're just reading, you're just reading the stories directly from the onset, it, it seems like, you just got saved by God, and here you are doing it again. But, you know, aside from when they just left Egypt in the book of Exodus, when they just left Egypt, they were 400 years under slavery. They did not know how to act like free men. They did not understand. They lost their sense of identity. They lost their religion. They lost their pride. They were slaves for 400 years. And so when Israel was there in, in, in this situation, they backslid many times but in the book of judges it feels like they were actually listen when they needed help god would send a judge a judge is a leader who would gather the children of israel and bring deliverance to the nation when they needed it now you need to understand something they were not permanent established leaders they were raised up for a season by the Spirit of the Lord, so that they could save Israel. They are not kings. They are judges. Now, pamate, at that time, it seems like, ang Israel, but if you really read it and understand it, it was not like, wow, revival, next day, backslide. No. It was more like, God saved us. And then the very next day it happens. And then slowly after a couple of years, they start to slide back to where they were when they fell and got defeated by their enemies. Now I'm going to show you a few things here before we move on. The downfall of Israel has always been their inability to resist assimilation. Now watch this. There is a certain degree of assimilation for us. 
But the Jews, my nature sila. Kung natawon yung mga Hudiyo sa kalibutan natin subong bala. Wherever they go, they assimilate to the culture and they slowly become a part of that culture. And because they are business people, they are like the Chinese of the ancient world. Bisan nila magkato may business sense sila pirmi, and so gasulud sila sa kultura, and they start to inculcate the culture into themselves. And what God intended Israel to be was this: they had the blessing, they had the wisdom, they had the favor of God. Ang gusto kita ni isang Dios that Israel would stand out from the world. So that the world would want to become a part of Israel and serve God, so that God could show His love, His kindness, His favor, and His blessing to the world through these chosen people. But instead of that happening, what Israel does is they slowly assimilate to the pagan, evil culture of the nation that they go to until it gets to the point that they forget God. For some reason, because it doesn't happen overnight. Pumatay ka mo, kisali kita sa church. Ay, hallelujah, nami presensya sa ginoo. Ano na ba? Pagpuli mo, may problema liwat. After nga nagworship ka, nagbaton kay Jesus, pagbalik mo, may balayran gyapon, may utang nga gapanokot. So it seems like you start to slowly assimilate back into the system. Watch this, guys. Listen, I'm going to segue a little bit. Kung wala church, if there was no gathering where we could gather, and you see another one that is just like you, who loves God like you, who worships God like you, who enjoys the Word of God like you, I promise you, I'm telling you this, little by little, the church will be just like the world. In fact, sa tutuod lang pag COVID, two years, my prayer every day was this. That when it opens up again, nga hindi tamalipatan ang value sa pagtililipon. There's value to that, and this is what Israel was doing. Listen, guys, I, I want to show you something. God did not choose Israel just to choose them. God chose Israel because the heart and the nature of God is always to bless. Ginpili sila sila tani ang alagyan sa blessing, pagkato sa kalibutan. Instead, sila ang ginbutong sa kalibutan pakadto sa sa religion ng hindi mo. You know how I know? Read the book of Judges. They just got delivered by God, and all of a sudden, they are erecting Asherah poles, altars of worship for fake gods. It doesn't happen overnight. Pamatikam mo, and I'm gonna I'm preaching like a pastor. When those things happen to us, they usually don't happen overnight. No one denies God overnight. No one gets cold overnight. No, 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 no. No one feels lousy overnight. You know what happens? One little thing here and one little thing there. Na notice nyo, hindi ka magsimba once. Okay lang. Notice, hindi ka magsimba twice. Though medyo may kulang, pero okay pa. Tila way, hindi ka magsimba isa kabulan. Dugay-dugay, ano matyag mo? Though okay na malangay, wala gali. Pero ang tao nga gina-insist dia ginapilit yang lawas yang mas Domingo na kinanglan ko magdayaw sa Dios kinanglan ko makabati sang word of God i-insist yang ko gilingon niya ma miss mo isa ka Sunday do mabuang ka Come on let's be honest about a few things here Now so what's the downfall of Israel now watch this See this is us Now the book of Judges is a beautiful picture of us 
moving on in our lives as we slowly forget the essence of worship. And I'm going to show you that again later on as we move forward. Now watch. Magarit, balik kita, mag-back read kita. Judges 6 verse 1. The Israelites did evil in the Lord's sight. Anong evil ginobras ng Israelites? Abi mo ang Diyos, bisa ng tao kung kisa, makasalabi, mangawat, o, 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 mang chicks, o, mag, sala ha, wala sang maayuda, or makakumit sila sang kasalanan, ang Diyos ka extend pa. Pero once i-cross mo gani ang line sang worship, dira nagakaimun ang Diyos. Now watch this. The Israelites did evil in the Lord's sight. You know what the evil ginamit sa Bible? They turned away from God. Intentionally to worship idols. That's evil. Now watch. So the Lord handed them over to the Midianites for seven years. Now, I underlined seven years. Balikanta na karon. But when I was reading this, I started doing a little bit more of digging. And that statement, handed them over, is a Hebraism, which means the Lord pulled out His hedge of protection. Now, listen, huh? this is Old Testament. This is a different covenant. This is under the law. Under the law, you make a mistake, God pulls out His presence and His power. You ask forgiveness, Balik naman siluat on the Day of Atonement. And then after that, kung makasasala na gid, ginapull out. Actually, hindi gani instantly ginapull out sang Diyos eh. After a season, after a while, nga dumabugto ng tuwang-tuwangan, ang muna pag-pull out sang Diyos. But that was Old Testament. Tandayin nyo, laining nga covenant, sang sa aton covenant. But what matters here is the principle of how God sees things. So ang pag-pull out sang Diyos, and then some bad things Happen. Now watch this. The Midianites were so cruel that the Israelites made hiding places for themselves in the mountains, caves, and strongholds. The Midianites were so cruel. Guys, listen, I'm going to say this, and, and this is so plain as day. Do not expect the devil to play nice. <laughs> Do not expect the devil to play nice. If you give the devil an inch, he will be a ruler. Don't let the devil have any space or place in your life. So that's what the Midianites did. Nalipatan nila. Nalipatan. After a long time, nga pagtalikod nila sa Diyos, nagabot ang kontra, immediately they did not know what to do. Now watch this. I'm going to read. Whenever the Israelites planted their crops, now let me pause there for a while. Every time they planted their crops, Marauders from Midian, Amalek, and the people of the east would attack Israel, camping in the land and destroying crops as far as Gaza. They left the Israelites with nothing to eat, taking all the sheep, the goats, cattle, and donkeys. Now watch, Pamati Church, this is important. Anong katabo? Every time they planted, the Midianites waited for harvest. And when it was time for harvest, the entire Midian and the Malik nation would rain down upon Israel and take everything that they have. Now watch this. This happened for seven straight years. You're missing me. 
So imagine this. You're planting your crops. harvest. I worked hard for this. I'm about to get my reward. And then when you're about to get your reward, a horde of enemies come flocking, taking everything from you and leaving you nothing. Ano yan feelings ng Israel after that one raid, that first raid? Oh my goodness, what happened to us? Man, what an isolated incident. Okay, okay, calamity, calamity. Next year, it happens again. When they were about, they planted the crop, and by the time of the harvest, they were about to harvest, and then the Midianites and the Amalek nation come down upon them and take everything, leaving them with nothing. Paano naginimo sa Midianites? You know when the Midianites came, they didn't just come and take away, no. They came and they stayed in the land until not even a single blade of grass was left. Imagine that. 400,000 soldiers eating and devouring everything they can. Where was Israel? They were hiding in caves, running away to mountains. Why? How can a small nation defeat an empire such as the Midianites? Now watch this. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. It happened twice. Third year comes when it was about to harvest and then the Midianites come again. And the same thing happened again and again and again and again for seven straight years. You would have learned your lesson, right? I'm going to work hard and I'm not going to get anything from my labor. You've worked your butt off. Everything you got, all your energy, but it seems like the wala kaman ga elevates a life, the wala man sang blessing, the wala man sang prosperity. Let me tell you something your deliverance is about to happen tonight. Something good is about to happen to your life. Seven years, I've been you gonna fascinating from church. That after that year, first year, second year, third year, fourth year, they still had enough determination to do it seven times again. After three times, but the Israelites are a hardy people. I want to show you something here. Determination is amazing. But there will be times when even sheer determination and willpower is still not enough. There will be instances when all of your money is still not enough. Enough. That's why there's a lot of billionaires who've killed themselves. That's why suicide rates are growing up. The bigger the economy, the more people kill themselves. That's why mental health is a struggle. That's why we are now in a state of emergency. 
because our nation and the nations of the world are suffering in this mental problem that plagues everyone that we know. Watch this, guys, because even though you may be the smartest guy in the room, you may have the most degrees, there will be times that your strength will not be enough. But don't you worry. This is just the beginning of God. The end of self will be the beginning of God's power in your life. Something is about to happen and I feel it in my spirit. Something good is going to happen. In fact, sa totoo lang, mas mayo pagani kung kisa. Now, this is not God's best. Pero mas mayo pagani kisa. Mag-abot kita sa katapusan sang aton ko kalingon. Kagpagsika, Lord, kintry ko na. Hindi ko kaya. That's when the grace of God steps in and says, My strength is made perfect in weakness. Hindi kaya, man. Ang, 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 ang may, may mindset kita kung isa ang abaw kita, ang tao mo convert lang na, oh, grabe, ginang mahimu ya for the kingdom. Di ba? Lakabalya na mo, kabatay, sina. Kung ma-convert lang tani si Lucio Tan. Kung ma-convert lang si Injap, api mahimu ya. Listen, pam- pamatihin niyo ko, surprising bala ang Diyos. Kaya kisa ginapili pa sa Diyos, atong pinakawala-wala sa tanahan. Kagamutong gamito niya. He sometimes uses what the world sees as foolish to shame what the world thinks is wise. <laughs> Woo! That's why I love the message of grace. Because this is not a religion. This is not me giving you pointers every week. This is not a sports talk. This is not a talk. This is not, okay, go ahead. You can do it one more yard. Go ahead. One more push. Come on, one more stop. This is not it. This, the, the message of the gospel is such, on my own, can't do it. But with God, all things are possible. One, one of my favorite preachers, Andrew Womack, has a message entitled like this, The end of self is the beginning of God. The end of self is the beginning of God. When you get to the point, when you finally say, I can't do it. I need a Kita nyo na ang cartoon. I wish I could show you this. A man enters uh, 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 the gates of heaven. And St. Peter is there. And St. Peter says, what makes you think you can go to heaven? And the man says, I'm a billionaire. I've done a lot of things for the world. St. Peter says, well, you need to make a hundred points so that you can enter heaven. And this man says, well, I've donated a lot to charity. And St. Peter said, that's good. One point. What else? Um, I've been good to my kids. I sent my kids to the best schools that I could, and I could send them. And I built schools for the poor. St. Peter said, that's good. One point. 98 to go. More. Uh, I'm not the best in attitude, but I've been helping other people succeed in their life. Silini St. Peter. Amazing! 0.5 points. 2.5 ka na. 97.5 na lang. Makasulod ka na sa langit. And the billionaire starts thinking, Ano pa kid, man? He starts thinking about things and then he starts elaborating everything that he has done. And then St. Peter says, Finally, you have reached five points. What? What? 
it's not enough. And then another man comes in. And he says, well, you know what? I'm a philanthropist too, just like him. How could I ever enter heaven? See, St. Peter, okay, what have you done? This is what I did. I'm going to go, I'm going to donate. Oh, not even enough. What am I going to do? How can I even enter heaven? In this case, I need a savior. And then Peter said, perfect answer. Enter. Of course, dapat rin mas dutahin mo on, but the, the, the cartoon goes like this. Ang tanan mo nga kaayo, may katapusan. You could only go to a certain point. And then how, what are you going to do after that? Ang tanan mo nga kaayo, church, pamatiin, yung tanan nga pinakamaayo mo, ginhimo, kung isulod mo sa sulod lando, almost barely visible ina. That's why we have the grace of God. We stand on what Jesus did. Now watch this, watch this. I'm going to go somewhere, look at this. So these enemy hordes, the Midianites, coming with their livestock and tents, and what? We're as, as locusts. They arrived on droves of camels, too numerous to count, and they stayed until the land was stripped bare. So Israel was then reduced to starvation by the Midianites. You know how sad that is? That at the time when you're supposed to be celebrating victory, now you are back to square one with nothing once again. But here's the best part. After seven years. I wonder why it took them so long. Because it didn't seem like they were doing anything anyways. All they did was get battered every year. And then they'll do it again the next year, hoping something would change. That's where a lot of people are. Hoping that sometime, somewhere, something good is going to happen. No, 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 no. It got to a certain point. Seven times for me, completion. The number of God. For seven years, they finally understood it. Then the Israelites cried out to the Lord for help. You know what would have happened if they cried out for the first year? Come on, come on, come on. You know what would have happened after they cried out on the second year? The Lord would have showed up on the second year. He would have showed up on the first year. But the problem is you can't cry to someone you haven't been intimate to in a while. Come on, I'm talking to you, church. See, I'm going problem we, we, we get to that point. If we could live our lives without the power and the grace of God, we will. Kung hindi tapala ang batasan tabi amo ni pamati ah, himuon mong tanan mong mahimo. Kagundaway ka na mahimo, manawag ka sa Dios. Mayo lang kay ang Dios gabot. Pero hindi mo naman tani to himuon. Dapat sa sugod pa lang, maghambal ka na. Lord, guide my steps. Guide my way. Give me wisdom. Amen. Mga dalaga, muna pero may prayer nyo, Lord. Sino gidang para sa akin, kino? Lord, din ko dapat pakanto. Ano akong piliyon nga trabaho? Din ko nga negosyo. Ang problema sa ito na muna yun. Gadeside taanay. Kagtapos, pangayuunta nga ang Diyos, i-bless yan na. 
Lord, i-bless ni Lord. That's not the way to do it. Pamangkuta siya, anay ko ano. Lord, sinugid bala Lord, basta siya lang Lord, siya lang din. Wala ka pa ikambal, kapati kay God, naghambal nga siya. Kimpili muna na. Kimpili muna na. Lord, i-bless ni Lord. Lord, i-bless ni Lord. Hambas ang Bible, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Wait for the order and then make the step. Pero habi niyong kanami isang ginopamati, ha? Bisa nagsala ka, palangga ilang nagyapo. Bisa nagsala ka sang ginpili. Sa tunga-tunga sang imo nga. Lord, kapagit yung kinuho. You chose that. Pero babi mo, bisan imo na kamanguan, palangga ka kaayos ang Diyos. Nga kung magsiling ka lang, no. makita mo gya po ng kamot sa ginoo. You know, Peter walking on water was not really God's will for him in, in originally. God's intention was for them to go to the other side. Ito ni Pedro, trip-tripi lang. Lord, pwede mo ko lakad. Aman, Jesus. Abi mo ni mo ni Peter, smart, uh, smart, smart, wise. Sige niya, Lord, kung ikaw na, palaktaman ko ba? Kaya lang lang, anong malunin Jesus, hindi niya ako. Kung ikaw na, Lord, palakta ko ba, Lord? Aman, Jesus. Oo, ako ni. At di makalakat ko eh, no? Pagsaw-saw sa tilit. Wow! Wow! Okay! Peter, what are you doing there? You're not supposed to be there. But it was working for him until he saw everything else and he started sinking and then he cried out and the hand of the Lord was there. You know, that's a good prayer. Andrew Womack said that. That's one of the most powerful prayers ever. One word. Lord, help me. That's what Israel did. It took them a while. Kadugay, seven years. You know what I think happened? Nagabot sa point, ngaybisan sila, hindi naman guan. Watch this. Are you? Do, who wants to experience deliverance here? Or if, 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 I'm not saying now directly you are a slave, but if you are fighting a battle that you've been fighting for a long time and you need that freedom, that deliverance, you need to get this. Deliverance begins with an awakening. Finally. After seven years. Kung ako pa mangkoton, seriously, seven years, kidya? May iban sa aton, mga may friends. Sino sinyo may friend? After nga nakahalin sa sa relationship nga, grabe, nakalast ka man seven years, da? May nagako si Ana ay nakita ako. Years. But finally, at least, bisan seven years to od, 
they started waking up. You know what? This is the kind of revival that we need. I, I wrote it here. The revival we need is not a resurrection, but a wake-up call. Listen, we need to wake up. We have got to be sick and tired of being sick and tired. we got to get to a point where you've got to say, be like this forever. I can't be frustrated forever. I don't want to be depressed forever. Boy, I want to be victorious. I want to see the hand of the Lord in the land of the living. Yeah, yes, my langit. Yes, my blessings are langit. But finally, we need to wake up. You know, preaching the Pentecostal charismatic church. Revival. Send us revival. Send us revival. Listen, church. I'm going to say this again. The church doesn't need revival because the church is not dead. You don't revive something that is not dead. Because if you don't understand the grace of God, you think that God is giving power and withdrawing power because we're sinful. And so now the church is dying. The church has never been at a point of dying. The church is not dead. The church is alive, will always be alive. The only problem is the church is sleeping, sleeping to their true power, sleeping to their true identity, sleeping in their true potential. As soon as church, realize I can't be like this forever. I gotta do something. I got the hand of God in Hindi pala pwede forever church. Nga hindi ka sa pornography. Nga pila mo nga ginaantos. It's about time you say, if you want to be delivered, you can be delivered. You just need to wake up and say yourself, I want to be holy. I want to live righteously for God. Men, I'm telling you this right now categorically. Stop engaging, engorging, watching pornography. It's quiet in this church. Kagina sa mga babae palang ginabanatan ko. Ang mga laki ka. Pagamba ko na pornography, malaki. I wish I had more time to talk about this. But pornography, kabalugit ang Dios. Kung mag-engage ka sa pornography, ang ginahimo mo, you are not, you are ruining the beauty of intimacy. It's not you in that intimate embrace. It is someone else. Actually, that's voyeurism. Gina English ko lang kay kalawa isang ilunggo ya. May mga kilala ko ya, mga asawa na sila pagpakadi asawa na sila. Pornography gyapon nga pornography. Because you know what? Kintrain mo ng lawas mo nga mag-respond sa amo na. Okay, pamati I'm going to be a pa- Are you ready for uh, for some more preaching? Good stuff. Good stuff. Madako ni karon giving niya. Pagkita ko yung mga asawa kag mga girlfriend. Pastor pa to. Pastor. Pastor. Was listening to Jordan Peterson and Andrew Huberman. Andrew Huberman is a uh, uh, neuroscientist. Jordan Peterson is a psychologist. You know, ang brain nato nagahatag sa atong sang dopamine that's rewards. 
isa sa pinakataas ga dopamine nga gina-release ang imong body, sa imong brain is through sexual intimacy. That's why my release, my my excitement, my Ang design tani isang Dios for that para sa aton lawas is ikaw nga lalaki, nakita mo si babae, hindi mo pa kaya. So what will you do? You will work hard. You will study. When you graduate from elementary and high school and college, you get a, you get good grades. My God, my bursts ang dopamine. But you know where you're going. Graduate mo, may natrabaho or negosyo ka. And little by little, you gain rewards. Your body secretes dopamine. And then finally, you have courage to approach the girl that seemed impossible. And you say, I have intentions for you. I've been loving you since I was Paris. Do kanita nakaginabantayan. Oh, di ba? And then she says, yes, dopamine. Ka-release. And then ginpangalikan mo siya, nangin ka mo, tapos nag-propose ka, gamatang matrilis ang body mo, ka-reward. Ang imong nervous system, correctly. You get married, and then you spend first night, boom, exhilaration. After sinatagway mo, nagwa ang family, boom. You know what one night stands and, and, and masturbation and pornography does? It cancels the entire process and gives you that end point. And feeling more, it's all satisfying. You know why drugs are called dope? Because like shabu, ang shabu, ginaforce niyang imo brain nga magsecrete dopamine para abi mo, happy happy ko! It's actually your brain. Your drugs is forcing your brain to release that chemical. What happens after sang ego sang drugs? Ano tapos ang high? Drop. Depressed ka, suicidal ka, manghold up ka, himuon mong tanan para makuha mo tuliwat ang high. Fake rewards. Pamati ka mo. Did you know that Andrew Huberman said this? Every time somebody does drugs, the dopamine hits an unnatural spike. Kuna mo bing dopamine mo. Tapos after sang effects ng drugs, crash ka. Did you know that pornography and masturbation brings the same spikes? That's why Pornography is the biggest, not drugs, addiction in the modern world today. Every day, there's more than a billion pornographic videos played. Every day, more than a billion videos are played all over the world every day. That is the biggest drug. Lives have been broken. Marriages have been destroyed because of that addiction. Spike. Spike. You know what's, what's wonderful? Because Dr. Huberman made this test and they saw a married couple. Same. Pero ang itong after sang ilang marriage night. But you know what happens? After that night, there's no drop. 
there's a level out. Maalamgit ang Diyos kung aginabawal yung mga bagay nga dapat yung ginabawal. Hindi kayang Diyos kill joy. Magal ka sa gino, hindi na ako diyon ka-fornication. Kung sa gino, hindi na ako kaamun eh. Hindi na ako kaamun na. No, it's better than you. He wants you to powerful, victorious life. Pero kung guilty ka gidman, palangga kagyapon sang Diyos. Cry out for help and the power of God will be there. Pasi seven years ka na pareho sa ila, but this is about time tonight. You can say, God, I'm sick and tired of this. I want to live a better life. Something that you have for me as your child. Amen. Wala mo ka palakpak ba lang kuna? Sorry, Gidama, Pastor Kuana. Men and women, if you already made the mistake, Okay. Okay. God loves you. Tapos na tong past. Start doing it right. From this forward, look at yourself and say, I deserve better. Kuit kuhiton ka sang nubyo mo. I deserve. If you want a piece of this, put a ring on it. No ring, nothing. Amen. Tanong ba bayi magsiling amen? Ang bagay sa mga tigulang indigid paghihatag mo baligya kung wala resibo. Dictionary girls, listen. Pamati ka mo girls, pamati ka mo lalaki ko. Ang lalaki ang desire niya wala na katapusan do mga turo ne. But listen, just because hindi mo pagaan does not mean hindi yan nakapalanggaon. Sabsin ang moment feeling yan. Sina, go, go, go. No. The more nga ganoo ka, the more yaka na ngatahaon, the more yaka ngres. Here's the best part. The more yaka yaka na i-desire. Because that's how we are designed to be. Yung palakpak ko kayo sa akawin ko lap. I know I'm saying what's right. Dabi pastor no, paano mo na 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 overcome man? Paano nga wala? Wala ko para na overcome. Hindi ko gusto ko man. Buti ko 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 magamba ko hindi ko na gusto. Gusto ko na ang unod. Ya gusto yan ha. Pero balan mo nga wala ko ganihin mo. Hindi ko pagimoon, hindi tumud kay hindi ko gusto. Hindi ko pagimoon, tukod kay may mas maayo nga plano ang Dios para sa imo life. Witi witi na. With you, gamay na nga, pilagay na five minutes? Ipailo mong future mo sa five minutes? Come on. You exchange your future for such a short job? Girls, hindi ka mo padalala sa mga statement. Kung palangga mo, kid ko. Tabakba mo, kay bayahan. Panahon na nga magpapresyo ka mo, girls. Papresyo man gamay. Mahal ka. Malahalo. You're too precious. Jesus died for you. God owns that body. Honor it. Honor it. Young people, honor your body. It has a future for you. You destiny. 
It's greater than you could ever imagine. Don't waste it. Don't ruin it. Sabi niyo kay Amunin si Pastor Duka Modern. Sabi niyo, modern ang mind ko. Tsura ko lang ng dubataon. I'm an old soul. What's pure should be pure. Si Pastor, natabu na kami galing. Hambalun mo siya. Last na to, ha? Amen. Padayon to sa wallet na kay Kasabad sa inyo. Kasegway ko. Uh, I'm, I'm close to it. When they cried out to the Lord because of the Midian, the Lord sent a prophet to the Israelites and he said, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. I brought you up out of slavery in Egypt. I rescued you from the Egyptians and from all those who oppress you. I drove out your enemies and gave you their land. I told you I am the Lord, your God. What was God saying? He did it before and he can do it again. He has mended many broken hearts and put the broken pieces of your lives and your dreams and made it brand new once again. He did it before. He can do it again. He can do it again. Amuna ginambal. Kaya siyempre, seven years na sila nga nagaantos. And a lot more than that, which they haven't worshipped God anymore. They already erected the Shira poles. They had invented the need to false gods. But God reminded them, Israel, just like He's telling you, oh, He's loved you. Even when you were falling, even when you were failing, let me remind you once again, if I did it before, I am willing to do it again and again. I feel the power of God. I'm, I'm, I'm close to ending. This is the heart of it. I am the Lord your God. Look at this. You must not worship the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live, but you have not listened to me. Did you get Did you get that, church? God is saying, it wasn't me who punished you. You turned away from me. You pushed out. Before you commit that sin, pamatiin ko, before you play that video on your phone, before you go to the hotel room with your boyfriend, before you steal from your boss, before you lie and cheat, you know what you do? You have to turn off God for a moment. Sige be, lantaw ka da be porn be sa cellphone mo be. What if kumakita mo ng mga angels, kagara da si Jesus, katindog, I love you. Sige da ka. Hindi mo kaya. You have to turn off God and bow down to another idol for a moment. But God is saying, Israel, you've dropped the ball. You made a mistake. You shunned me and pushed me away. How? By worshiping other gods. Listen, guys, you need to get this. When they worship other gods. See, here's the problem with atheists. Siling napatian ko si Michael Shermer gambal. what kind of a god is that? Sing Stephen Fry pagitsikat ng British writer. Sing what kind of a god is that? An egotistic god who just wants to be praised by people. And if you don't praise him, if you don't glorify him, it's gonna punish you. Ano klase egomaniac na Dios na? What kind of a being is so egomaniac? Listen to me. Listen. Ah, don't misunderstand me. 
Watch this, guys. The reason why God wants you to worship Him is not because He needs it. You need to get this. You know, we get tired, we get exhausted. But before you were born, in, since the beginning of time, the angels in heaven have never stopped praising and worshiping God who sits on the throne. Non-stop. So you think your one hour, your 30 minutes of jumping, is I love Make it happen. You think, really, really, guys, you think that 30 minutes that you invested there is really going to totally change the equation of the heavenlies. Nga kun, hindi ka magamuamu na ang Diyos feeling, ay, may kulang. Bitin ko sa dayawa niyo man ko, be. God, you're The reason why He wanted them to worship Him. And the word worship is not just bowing down or praising God. The worship is to live for Him and through Him. Sa ato worship, ang praise, turn it up. Ang worship, yeah. Fast song, praise. Slow song, worship. Sa Bible, yeah, ang worship is their life. They worship with the food they eat. They worship with what they wear. They worship with their lifestyle. They worship with their praise. They worship with their giving. So when God said, you have turned away from me, meaning you have given your life, that your entire being to the protection of another. You know why you have to worship God? Because to worship God, is more beneficial to you. Gadayo ta sa Dios, hindi kay KSP ang Dios kulang sa praise the Lord. No, hindi kulang ang Dios. God is all-consuming, all-existing, self-consisting, self-evident. He can exist without us, and without us, there will be angels to praise and worship Him. He wants you to live your life for Him for one main reason, because it is for your own God. Abi mo, amo, amo mo na para lang na sa worship team para malipay sila. No. It's for you. You are saying, God, with all I have, and all I close to ending, man. Five more minutes. Sorry, delete gamay. The angel of the Lord came and sat down under the oak of Ophrah. They cried out to God. The, the the prophet spoke, and then the angel showed up to Joash the Abizrite, where his son Gideon. Watch this, guys. Watch this. The team. Threshing wheat in a wine press to keep it from the Midianites. Now watch this. He was threshing wheat in a wine press. That is where they thresh wheat. An open field, like that area. 
Ginathresh ang wheat para ma-separate siya. Gideon was threshing wheat, but not there. He was threshing wheat in a wine press. Ang wine press nila, it looks like a hole. Like some, ang iba ng wine press, nakita po, it's, it's so big that five, ten people could enter inside that hole. Dito sa sulod, naga, ginalapak nila ang wine sa batong buho. Kag nagailig ang juice para may mo wine. Uh, ushers, please help the child, kid. Para hindi kita makuan. Lutsan tawan you guys. Ara ganin mi hagdan papanaw pa sa wine press. Gideon was doing threshing wheat in a wine press. For what reason? Para nga hindi siya madakpan. Meaning he was so afraid that he was hiding. I'm close to end. Then the angel appeared to him and said, Mighty hero, the Lord is with you. Think about this. You're hiding, afraid, threshing wheat inside a cave, a wine press. And God says, Mighty hero. Because when things around you fall apart, don't let your calamities define your destiny. God has something great for you. Me, Lord, I'm not even a warrior. Sir, Gideon replied, if the Lord is with us, why has all of this been to us? And where are all the miracles ancestors told us about? Familiar? Familiar. Didn't they say the Lord brought us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and handed us over to the Midianites. No, Gideon. The Lord hasn't abandoned you. You abandoned him. But he is about to save you. Watch, watch, watch. Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go with the strength you have and rescue Israel from the Midians. Now watch this. Watch this. The Lord said through the angel, With the strength you have. You know why? Because as of that moment, Gideon didn't a lot. In fact, Gideon said in the next verses, I come from the tribe of Benjamin, the lowest of all the tribes. And in the lowest of all the tribes, I am the lowest. I am the lowest in the lowest tribe. I don't have a lot to give. And here I am in my weakened state. He's probably the only one there threshing wheat. Because all of his friends and brothers who, were, who had enough sense ran away already to save themselves. And they said, Oh, you're Gideon. You're the one who's running. What's going on? And the Lord said, It doesn't matter how much you have. Go with whatever you have. 
Listen, church. Many of us think, kung may amo lang ko ni Tane, makaamo ko ni. Kung may amo lang ko to, Tane, makaamo ko to. Kung may kwarta lang ko, makaamo ko ni. Kung may parents lang ko nga manggaranon, makaamo ko ni. That's not the question. That's the wrong mindset. I'm asking you right now. The Spirit of the Lord is asking you right now. No matter how little or insignificant it is to you or to others, whatever you have now, your divine purpose is hidden in what you already now. I am the lowest of the lowest. What do you have now? don't got much to give but the lord says you are a mighty man of valor and i'm gonna rot my powerful head through you you are gonna lead a nation to victory we don't have much lord it's hard to have more because i probably have more than Ron. Pastor June probably has a lot more than Sharon or vice versa. If only I could have the skills of Pastor Ryan. No. Not everyone can have more. But definite. Everyone can have less. And you may be less, but the Spirit of the Lord is saying that Yes. I don't have much, God. And God says, what do you have? Just like that widow woman. And that dear prophet said, what do you have? And she says, I don't got a lot in my house. I only have a handful of sticks, a pot of oil. I'm going to cook a cake for me and my son, and we will die. And the prophet said, bake one for me, because the barrel of oil shall fail. Listen, church, what you have? is what you need. You don't need nothing else. God can create a miracle through your life right now. Give him your brokenness. He will make others whole. Give him heart. He will mend you. Everyone else. Thank you for joining us. If you are blessed by this message, share this with someone you know and be a blessing as well. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know by rating our podcast or reaching us at our social media platforms. Links are in the description.